Welcome to the Do Business Better podcast, the place for ideas you can implement to achieve prosperity. You'll get insights from successful business people on how they do business better. You'll glean tactics on creating a life and business by choice because we interview real business people who've done just that. Now here's your host, Damian Mason. Hey, it's Damian Mason. I'm so glad you're joining me here on the Do Business Better podcast, where we do indeed take your time seriously. You give us 20 minutes, we're going to make you a better business person through ideas, inspiration, information, stuff you can use to create the life and business of your choosing. You know what? I've got a good guest, Kenny Chapman joins me. Mr. Chapman and I met in 2012. We were both in uh, a self-improvement seminar, to be honest. Uh, He and I both paid money and spent a day and a half with some people that, uh, you know, to make us better, to train us on what we could do better. And so he and I have kept up since then. He actually kind of does what I do, but not really. He he is a speaker, but he's also a trainer. He's a consultant. But what you're really going to like is Kenny's backstory. This guy had an HVAC and drain cleaning business in Durango, Colorado. I mean, this, this guy straight out of the lumber yard. You guys remember Caddyshack? Uh, you know, when, uh, when Danny's talking about working at the lumber yard and he, and he hits a bad shot and the uh, Chevy Chase character says, uh, straight into the lumber yard. Kenny Chapman was a 23 year old young man working in a lumber yard when he bought a drain cleaning business. So that's the backstory. I'm going to let him tell the rest because you're going to like this. Cause you know, here at the do business better podcast, we celebrate the self-made this guy's self-made. You're going to learn a lot. Kenny Chapman, welcome to the show. Hey, Damien, thank you so much. It's, it's an honor to be here, brother. It's, it's always a pleasure to be able to share with people how to do business better. Uh, I appreciate you uh, being on. And like I said, you've got a good story. So go ahead and fill in what I missed out on. So you're a 23-year-old kid. And, and, and dear listeners, you know, one thing that my folks know, I'm not a college snob. I'm not an educational elitist. Kenny Chapman has completed one semester of college. So there he is. He's a young guy. He's working at a lumber yard in Colorado, and one of his clients has a side business doing drain cleaning. And Mr. Chapman says, I don't want to be in the lumber yard the rest of my life. Take me from there. Yeah, so so thank you, Damien, and, and thank you, everybody, for being with us today. That You know, really, this isn't about me. This is about you finding something in my story that resonates with you. And today, you know, what happened is I, I, I was – like you said, I spent one semester in the military. I got a baseball ride and partied that away. And so I had my head not in a great place. I went in the military and that was a huge lesson for me. Why? Because one, I I got disciplined, but more importantly, I was taught that I needed to be paid for performance. Damien, I was a good soldier and crappy soldiers got promoted at the same time as me because they were in the same period of time and young Kenny went that doesn't make sense so I'm at the lumber yard this guy has this little drain cleaning business I know you could make a little bit of money but nobody wants to do that crap right what are you willing to do today to live the life that you truly want tomorrow that's the question that you have to ask I was willing to jump into septic tanks and try to figure it out and trust me I hey, what's what's interesting is that <laughs> a lot of people we're not in any way bashing on the military but it is a is a very true situation uh, a lot of times you're promoted based on the fact that you've got your four years in, and this happens in corporate and it happens in government. And you're one of those guys that says, no, I'm a go getter. I don't want to get promoted based on time. I want to get promoted based on merit. 
So you said, I'm going to start my own business. You quit the lumber yard. You, you still did it part-time. You bought this guy's drain cleaning business. And you said, I'm willing to hop through uh, into septic tanks. I'm willing to clean and I'm willing to get dirty. Uh, and so you took that business and grew it. Yes, I did. And, and, but what everybody needs to know too, is the fact that I, I jumped in and everybody thinks, you know, that, that was in 1994, by the way. And so the first few years, I'm not making any money. I'm struggling like crazy. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no business being in business there. I didn't read a book like do business better at that time. I didn't know the things to do. So now I'm going, okay. And I hated my life. And all I was trying to do is find a way out, Damien. And I believe that successful people leave clues. So I'm starting to interview just like we're doing here. I went around my little town in Western Colorado and interviewed interviewed all the successful people. And one day I got the guy that owned all the Taco Bells, his family's on the board. He's got him in California, Germany, got him to go to lunch with me. And you know what he told me at lunch? He said, cool, I'll honor that. You're 26 years old at the time I was, hated my life, hated my business. And I said, I want out. His name's John. He looked at me, Damien, and he said, okay, that's fine. Then start figuring what you're going to do and how you're going to get out. But until you do that, be the very best drain cleaning company in this market. And everybody on the line goes, oh, great wisdom, Kenny. Damien, why are you bringing this guy on? That's basic. But some reason, it hit me that day, and it changed my life forever. And I started getting good at it, and I started hiring. And I started figuring out how to market and how to price and how to sell. And we started growing. And I bought, a plum- I bought my way into plumbing, bought my way into HVAC. And all of a sudden, the nation started looking, going, what are you doing? You're systematizing. And I started coaching and speaking. And all of a sudden, life goes quick, right? Yeah, that's that's a cool story. And by the way, what you said right there, be the best at it. Uh, we all have these folks. We, ha- we hope to have folks that... Um, you know, that are at least kind enough to give us a half hour. That whole thing about, I want to buy you a cup of coffee and pick your brain. Well, I get that from folks now. There's people I've been very helpful to, but you can't give away your, your, your wisdom all the time. That guy that owns all these businesses gave you some solid advice, but then you probably started saying to yourself, okay, I'm going to stay with it, but I've got to grow. And so everybody that's listening to this podcast, that's a business owner, self-employed entrepreneur, whatever has been there. It's like, okay, I'm not really enjoying part of this what do I do next? Do I grow? Do I change? And so there you were. And then what? So here's one of the things that people don't realize too, Damien, when you, when you make that decision to grow, or for me, I was making that decision. I either was going to grow it or get out one or the other. And I had a very valuable thing that many people in my industry in the trades that come from your industry, from all the different industries of everybody listening today will relate to this. I didn't get into that business to be a good drain cleaner. I got into it to become a business owner one day. Therefore, I never wanted to master the craft. I wanted to master the business. Many people want to be very, very good at their craft and they want to scale what we call a crank business. Because if you're the best at cranking, then you're going to be cranking like crazy. I want to build a machine business where I put gas in it and the engine continues to run. How do you make that? That's uh, that's a of course the book the E Myth by Michael Gerber was one of the books I read and you obviously are a reader yourself Kenny and you uh, keep up with it that's his point about that is there's the practitioner uh, versus the business owner the person that loves to she loves to bake pies by God she's a great pie baker so she's baking pies you know what she does she bakes the hell out of pies but right. she never really thrives as a business person because she's just a practitioner happens a lot in the trades. As you talked about the person that's a good plumber then has their own plumbing business. You owned a plumbing, heating and cooling business, and you're not even a plumber or an HVAC tech. 
Correct. Because you Correct. said, I'm going to be a business owner. Absolutely. And that's a massive distinction. If you own and you're on this line right now, ask yourself that question. Do I own a business or do I own a job? Are you creating value as an enterprise or are you feeding your family? Different distinctions. Yeah, it is. And you know, there's, it doesn't say that anything's wrong. There's nothing wrong with being a, ta a practitioner, you, you know, in many regards, I write books, I get off stage and talk, and that's what I do. I don't have a uh, hundred employees that I make money off of. Uh, I mean, I have a farm and other assets, but I don't have that. So I'm kind of the practitioner myself, right. but, um, there's nothing wrong with it. It just means you understand what you are. So you, you ran this business, you bought other companies. And then when did you decide here a couple of years ago, I'm getting out. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in passion in business and life. And I had it, it was a self-managing company. I, I took a six and a half month motorhome trip. People can't believe that I ran a, a plumbing heating business without stepping through the doors. So it was a self-managing company, but it was, it was landlocked by market share basically without going to make major other markets. And so I was in a place where I needed to continue to elevate my leadership team. And the next exit strategy was for me to sell it to one of my long-term managers. So two years ago, we put a deal together. I sold it to, to Robin and now she continues to run and grow it in her way and her shape and form and continue to help people strive and grow. And it released me to go to the next level. And it put her in a place to take her, her and her family and that team to the next level. And you don't want to, you don't, you don't want to be back in that, but you use it as a base to create the blue collar, uh, program. If you will, you've got books, you've got training. Cause you decided as a business person, a lot of these people that have maybe six employees and, a, and four trucks, uh, wherever they might be geographically, they need their people trained. And you started doing this several years ago. Tell me about the growth and the, the, the development of the blue collar coaching and consulting. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So, you know, we focus on, on pretty much the home service trades and, and blue collar is a conversation, right? And so, you know, I'm not against higher education and I hope I don't offend any of your listeners. I know how you and I feel, so I'm going here, but I, I believe that, you know, we, we are making a push. I, I, I had a pre-interview for another podcast. I'm going to be on shortly this morning. And, and this guy runs an ad agency and I told him, Damien, he's like the trades, this and that. I said, let me be clear you cannot have your ad agency without plumbers, without conditioned air and without power period. And it wrecked him. He's like, Oh, well I, I do have a degree, but I never really thought that you never thought about it like that. Why? Cause you can't have colleges without the trades either. And <laughs> sending a marketing message that the trades are bad and you got to go get a school and get in debt and all that. Come to the trades, tell your children to look how they can make 80, 90, hundred plus in three years with no debt. Get focused on what really as where this economy is going. Things are changing, my friend. Pay attention, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so I, I obviously both you and I agree that uh, $300,000 in debt to have a liberal arts degree uh, and no job experience or a person that actually knows how to go in your basement and make it so you have heating, I can tell you uh, we already both know which one's doing better. So when we talk about that, you said, I know this business stuff. And while I'm not going to be the person that trains them on how to uh, fix a furnace, I'm going to train them on other stuff. So you started the blue collar group and mm -hmm. what was your first product training on the business side, customer relations? 
Yes, customer relations is where we cut our teeth in the frontline technician to homeowner kind of conversation. Because here's the reality, if you own a, a company that anyone else represents you, meaning someone else goes into a home, someone else goes into a sales call, someone else has a phone call, however many team members you have, that's how many brands you have. So you want to be very mindful about your frontline training team communication, how they're executing. So we cut our teeth there. We train everything from the time that we send marketing to the time the phone rings to frontline to leadership. We, we do it all because I owned for 24 years, all my coaches. I don't have a coach that has not owned in this space because it's very different. If you lay awake at night wondering how you're going to make payroll compared to I've managed a few years and, and never really thought about it that way. Right. So you said you basically said, all right, I can help the whole industry by being a trainer and I can't do all the training and coaching, but I'm going to hire somebody. So here's this guy over here and his wife that had a, uh, uh, you know, successful heating and cooling business in yeah. Texas. And they're kind of semi-retired. Now you bring them in and you say, now we're going to have you train, uh, other folks and how it went. Absolutely. Yeah. So we really, what's awesome is um, our clients or our coaches are all clients that have turned coaches. So we've changed their lives. They've sold their businesses and then they want to come and help us grow our mission. So that's, that's, what's really cool. And it's not about exit. It's about, it's about the choice to exit, right? So the challenge is if, if you have a good business, most of the time you don't want to get rid of it because it's hard to go jump in a market that's doing this or real estate that who knows what. So when, you know, your, your own, your own entity is your most valuable asset. Yeah. So you're, you're out there and then how'd you go about getting clients? Because everybody listening to this, so they are you know, they're thinking, okay, how does this guy do this? How does he go about getting, cause really no matter what you do, if you're listening to this podcast, you are in business and you only have a business if you have paying customers. So Absolutely. How'd you go about getting paying clients? I believe Damien life gives to the giver and takes from the taker. And I just started giving like crazy and, and I didn't charge hardly anything when I started and I started just getting results. And if you're on the line, here's the deal. If your stuff's good, get it in people's hands at whatever it takes to where you can get case studies, prove results because people are sheep. They follow other sheep. They follow the herd. So if you can get a herd going, my stuff's pretty good over here. Everybody else is going to fall in line. So how do you get that momentum of the herd following and everybody else will line up and fall in line? And I don't say that negatively or in a bad way. I say it from a responsibility point of view, your product as a business owner and marketer, it's your responsibility to find your herd and guide them in the right direction. So you were, you're out there saying, okay, I've got people that I can, and you started giving the way, then you said, I'm gonna start charging for it. And then the word build and all that, and then you started marketing it, et cetera. So where's the blue collar group now? Now we are the most expensive on the front end. I'll put that in air quotes for those of you listening. So we charge more, I'll say than anybody in our space. However, we are the least expensive. That's how a sales call goal goes. Why? Because yes, we are going to charge for our services because of the ROI. You're going to invest more than you probably ever thought you might. And guess what? You're going to get more of a return because we stand behind it. So we have built a product that works and elevated value. And guess what? Cost and value, price and value are always at war. 
one of those is going to win. We plan to continue to drive our price by continuing to smash the value ceiling every single day. So you and I both began in 1994. We have that in common. We're in our 25th year. Okay. As a person, as a veteran of 25 years of running your own, commanding your own ship like me, you look around at other businesses and you obviously coach and consult and help train other businesses and you owned uh, multiple businesses. Mm. What do businesses get wrong? What do you look at and say, God, they're screwing up. What, what do you see? I think it's, it's clarity and focus. And if we can put those together, I, I, I believe, you know, I, I'm a fan of several things that Steve Jobs did and several things that he didn't do. But one of the things that I liked the most was one of the quotes, and I'll paraphrase it. But he said that, that um, like, real focus, real focused clarity is when you have an opportunity presented to you and it is so good that it's keeping you up at night. You're laying awake. You cannot sleep because this is opportunity just so amazing. and can be so big. And yet you say no, because you're focused on your mission, on your vision and what you're doing. Damien, entrepreneurs and top leaders are some of the biggest squirrels on the planet. Most of us have ADD, HDHD, whatever letters they're going to come out with. Right. So we have this squirrel effect and most businesses run around in mediocrity rather than choosing something to be a hero at. Who are you going to be a hero to? So you, uh, I, I know you said about focus and all that. And I always ask people about their plans. I don't do business plans. I do goals. Tell me what you do. I believe in both, but um, I, I would say that here's the thing. I think some people get a little caught up in, in definition because a plan and a goal could be, could be identified differently based on the listener. That being said, here's what I'll say. In fact, when we get off of here, I'm doing an all-day planning session with one of my clients, and I'll open and say this. We're going to plan all day today, and guess what? When we walk out, it's not about the plan. It's about the planning. So if you're a goal setting, it's about the process of setting the goal because goal set, goal met. The brain does not know the difference between actual reality and perceived reality. So when you set that goal, something happens in the brain and then it shows up in reality in life later. If it's a plan, you work your way through this plan of how things are going to happen. And guess what? The plan changes. That's probably why you don't plan because you get frustrated that the damn plan changes. And that's the whole point, right? So whether it's a goal, whether it's a plan, it's about the thought process to open your brain to what's possible. Yeah. Obviously we plot out stuff, but there's, uh, there's this thing of uh, planning five years and 10 years in the future. Yeah. That's, that's very difficult. Um, I asked everybody, everybody that's entrepreneurial and you are, if I gave you four more hours per week, what would you do with those four hours? If I could just pull them out of the sky and all of a sudden Kenny Chapman has four hours that nobody else has, what's he going to do with it? Think. Yeah, that's good. Uh, everybody that is uh, a forward mover like you or me, we can come up with stuff. I say I should read more and I already read more than most. Uh, right. And so do you, but I'd take that four hours and read. And what I always point out is the thing that you say you, sh you would do if you had four more hours is the thing that, you know, top of mind, you should be doing now. It's just mm -hmm. that it's kind of on the back burner piece of advice, knowledge, or personal lesson. Cause you've been through, you've been through some wars knowledge, advice, lesson, thought that you would leave any business owner, anybody can benefit from. Kenny Chapman says, you're a business person. I want you to know this. I want you to think about this. 
Um, I, you know, I'm not going to get soft on our following, but what I would want people to know is it's going to be okay. As I look at my career, Damien, and I hadn't really, I'm like, wow, it has been 25 years when you said that. I, I love it. But I think about how many times I laid awake at night in fear. And I think about how many times I was, I was terrified and how many times finances were ruling my world. And I was afraid to tell my wife of what our position was or whatever that was. It's going to be okay. Don't listen to guys like Damien and I and think it's been a straight up shot and we don't have challenges. Now. <laughs> we copy a couple of weeks together talking and helping and coaching each other. That's what it is. It's a ride. It's about progress, not perfection. It's going to be okay. Yeah, that's that's great right there because, uh, yeah, we just last week had friends over and they said, we didn't know that you went through a lot. I said, well, it's not because I'm Mr. Tough Guy and I don't whine. It's just that you, you, you run this, you run this ship for 25 years. There's obviously times that are like, yeah, you get kicked in the butt and you get, I mean, and yeah, you talk about sleepless nights, maybe not fear, just stress over what the hell's going to happen here. Uh, because we're, we're, we're broke this month. We're broke this quarter. We're broke this year. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Good advice. You're saying it's, it's all going to be okay, but, uh, you got through all those by you still, you just kept going, right? That's right. That's right. All about progress. We desire perfection. Just put another foot out, do your best and keep rocking. Kenny Chapman's been my guest. If you want to look him up, how do they find you, Mr. Kenny Chapman? They find you at Blue Collar Coach. Blue Collar, what is it? Blue yeah. Collar Group. Go to thebluecollarcoach.com, thebluecollarcoach.com. Absolutely. All right. You can find me. You can find all the social media and all those connections there. If you have a need for any training, uh, that's what he does. And he's been there. He's one of those people that actually uh, talks about stuff that he knows because he's done it. Till next time. Thanks for being here, my friend. Damien, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thanks, everybody. All right. Till next time. It's the Do Business Better podcast.